All right, folks, we titled it The Secret Sauce here on the Solar Eclipse. We're going to delve right on into it, folks. I got a lot to cover for you tonight. Absolutely excited to come at you with a special announcement. You're going to have to wait for it. Okay, but I appreciate everyone in this community. We just continue to grow, rapid success, growing this channel, spreading this message. And I'm really just looking forward to reaching out to as many people as we can. Take advantage of this opportunity. It's all over at my website, ZachRector.com. That's all I got to say in regards to that. You guys know that I stay true, no sponsorships. I've never done a deal, never taken a check. And we appreciate the support and the love that we get from our community. That's what this, you know, has built this platform and we're going to continue to press down. Really looking forward to tonight's update. So let me share this message far and wide uh, and you guys know what to do. Smash that thumbs up for me. Tell your friends and family. And uh, let's get this party started tonight. Okay. All right, so here we are, 420, full solar eclipse. You want a little bit of the secret sauce? We're serving it up tonight, folks. Back down for Bitcoin, 28,256, 1945 for your Ethereum, and our XRP is down to 47 cents. Did we call it or did we call it for those who have been in the community? I shared it. I shared it with my Discord group on Saturday. Had to share it with everyone publicly on Monday. Eclipse Energy has arrived. 420 full solar eclipse we warned about it we, you know we only had to put one little indicator on our chart funny how that works we don't have 20 indicators on this little chart do we one indicator watch out eclipse energy back to back starts off with the full solar eclipse on 420 and then we go back to back into the lunar eclipse on may 5th and 6th when we're going to be in xrp vegas when we're going to be in vegas turning up we got the back to back uh, lunar eclipse shown in on the 5th and the 6th. That's going to be something to watch for closely. But once again, folks, for those that are tapped in, I'm not trading this market, okay? The the move there, we did call it. I didn't put it in my money where my mouth is, which I should have done. And there's actually an opportunity for us to actually clean out lower too. But folks, we're just watching this thing right now. I'm in dollar cost average mode. It's a very simple strategy and it's just buy utility while it's on the low. And we see algo drop after the SEC claims it's a security. I buy that dip. They want to attack XRP. They want to FUD XRP. I buy that dip. Silver. The, 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 the biggest banks, JP Morgan and such, want to rig those markets with the precious metals. I'll buy that dip because that's what they're doing. And that's why the title of last night's show was unprecedented demand for the suppressed assets and you guys are going to see right here we're going to go right on into it guys so much to cover in tonight's episode so i want to get right on into it thank you for tuning in and as we warned about while we said everyone's going to be getting dazed and confused on the 420 and they're going to come in you talk talk about getting smoked the whole crypto space getting smacked once again. We warned about it. Here it is. Hopefully you were prepared. And if you have cash on the sidelines, you buy the dip and we just ride this thing out smoothly. And this is what it's all about right here, folks. Let's get right on into it. Benjamin Franklin, we're starting out with an oldie classic quote here from Benjamin Franklin. The refusal of King George to allow the colonies to operate an honest money system. What an idea. What a foreign concept. An honest money system, which freed the ordinary man from the clutches of the money manipulators, was probably the prime cause of the revolution. That's what started this whole party, this whole opportunity here in this beautiful land that we're now losing, that we're having to fight to maintain. It's not political. It's just, are we winning or losing? And clearly, some things are going wrong. We are taking fat L's in some categories, okay? But it's not all bad. It's not all gloom and doom. But we got to make sure that we're taking action. And now, let me tell you, over in these other countries, they're moving. Paris Stock Exchange, Euronext building taken over by protesters in France. You guys are seeing this. Uh, massive, massive uprisings taking place over there in Europe. They're standing up. They're pissed off. And um, this is spreading rapidly. Now we move to the next one. Like I said, folks, we got a lot to cover tonight, so I'm going to keep it quick. Mr. Poole posted, how, how is this possible? How many coincidences? Oh, it's just stock photos. Well, I don't care the why. Here's what's happening, though. We got to understand how to navigate this, right? I, I, you know, is this a riddle? Is this something to decode? I don't know. But here we go once again. 
U.S. deploying forces to region for possible Sudan embassy evacuation. That's the news. That's the headline. Were the Riddlers right? I don't have time to discuss that. We don't have time to play games. We have to make moves. Like I said, you, you know, we could break down the why for you. It takes a little bit longer. But this news is hitting and the action has to follow or else it's all for nothing. Now, I warned about this. Robert Kennedy... And Robert Kiyosaki sounding it off, letting you know exactly how I feel it as well. Biden is toast. Goodbye, Joe. RFK Jr. will kick your butt. How about that? RFK Jr. already kicked Fauci's line, but how much money did Fauci make from Big Pharma? Like father, like son, RFK Sr. and RFK Jr. had and have, now excuse my language, have and had big, big balls. RFK Jr. will kick Biden's butt. Bye-bye, Biden. Truth will win. And this leads us into a clip that I'm going to play, folks. And it is a little bit hard to listen. Uh, he has a little bit of a speech impediment. Robert Kennedy. Okay. But I got to play this clip because he's sounding, he's dropping bombs. And, and, and if I was the Democrat, you know, Joe Biden and the incumbents, this is scary. And you know what? This isn't political. See, see, this is somebody who maybe calls himself a Democrat, identifies as whatever the hell. It doesn't matter. Does it mean America is going to win or lose? Is the common man or win woman going to have a better opportunity or not? That's what this comes down to. It's not political. But Robert, he's dropping massive, massive bombs. Folks, take a listen. My uncle came into office two months later. He was fighting his intelligence apparatus, his military, because they wanted to invade. Uh, I mean, they wanted to go do the Bay of Pigs. He was totally against it, and he let them roll over him. And in the middle of the Bay of Pigs, he realized they were lying to him, and he realized the function of the intelligence agencies had become to provide the military-industrial complex with a constant pipeline of war. And he came out during the middle of the night during the Bay of Pigs catastrophe, and he said, I want to take the CIA. Alan Dulles had lied to him, Charles Cabell, Richard Bissell, Louis Lemitzer, uh, uh, Curtis LeMay had all lied to him through their teeth. And he said, I want to take the CIA and shatter it into a thousand pieces and scatter it to the winds. Yeah. And you know, George Bush, George W. Bush had the same problem. George W. Bush says the worst mistake he made as president was listening to CIA director George Tenet tell him it was a slam dunk that Saddam Hussein had uh, weapons of mass destruction. And so the neocons and CIA got to go into Iraq and throw out and do regime change. And, and we got not, now we've spent $8 trillion. And what do we get for that $8 trillion? Nothing. Worse than nothing. Iraq is now much worse off than it was when we went in there. They, we killed more Iraqis. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut him right there before he says too much. Because they've already silenced him. And you guys have seen this, right? But he's talking about things that you're not supposed to talk about. And like I said, it's not political. Calling out the neocons. I love it. Now I'm going to play a clip here tonight from Robert Kennedy, and then I'm going to play a clip here from Trump. I'm going to play it from both sides. And at the end of the day, are we going to win? Is there going to be an opportunity? And what are you going to do about it? That's what matters here. But this right here, when we look at the world stage events, it's, it's all part of all truth being revealed. And it's a part of a shift that we haven't seen in a hundred plus years, folks, a paradigm shift underway, the United States getting called out by their own. And, and like I said last night, when you got guys like this that know where the bodies are, I, I can't say. I, I'm, not even, I'm almost scared to talk about this. Now, this is somebody who's running for president. So it's going to get a little bit spicy, right? And I'm all here for it because I'm all here for all truth being revealed. Not political. America first. Are we going to win? What are you going to do about it? That's how I view politics. That's how I view all these current events, Okay. But we see here, we come into the United States, folks. Check it out. 
this situation's um if they go through with this it's going to get more painful fed's master inflation is still too high the u.s central bank has more work to do and so they want to bring in more pain and president trump He's speaking right here, says the U.S. will have a big recession very soon. Folks, listen in on this one. We have very high interest rates. Who wants high interest rates? We have very high interest rates now. It's really clogging up. I mean, it's really causing a big problem. You're going to have a big recession very soon. Uh, Who wants high interest rates? We have very high interest rates now. It's really clogging up. I mean, it's really causing... So Trump calls it a big recession. They call it a mild recession. What are we going to do about it? Right. Somewhere in the middle, you know, and and remember, we didn't want to call it a recession last year when we met the technical definition. But now, right now, we got a mild recession. Trump's warning of a big recession. Fed officials speaking every day this week. And what have they said? We got to bring more pain. Let me let let me let me uh, break it down for you and make it clear to understand what they're saying with all their jargon, with all their speak that, 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 you know, all the secret sauce that they talk about uh, in their banker terms, trying to act fancy and sophisticated. Basically, it's very simple. Are you injecting more liquidity? Right. And how are you changing the interest rates? And he's saying they're going to have to raise the interest rates further because inflation is too much. Right. The inflation, though, we just saw potentially one of the biggest bailouts in history by the Fed officials and the Treasury Department coming out with the FDIC and saying that we have a full backstop of all deposits, right? This opened up Pandora's box, just like when we talked about in 2020, when the simulations began at a new accelerated reset level, at a new accelerated pace, that the simulations began uh, and went to another level. We opened up Pandora's box and uh, Trump got to finish off his last year in office during that time, set some things in motion, and then he handed it off to Joe Biden. And you guys have seen what's happened. And like I said, it's not political. It's just thumbs up, thumbs down. Are we winning or are we losing? Simple, simple metrics. We don't got to get lost in the sauce. And so you listen in. I was listening to Trump's uh, Nelk interview. And remember, they took down his first Nelk interview. Right, they took it down. Now he's come back for another session, and I'll just tell you that if I had to give you my take, it's just so clear. There's no chance. There's no chance that he doesn't come back and and walk right back in. Right, they've set this thing up completely. He's been right about so much, and so much is still yet to get destroyed before he does come back. That's my main problem that I have with everyone and, and, and the whole trust the plan idea of everything's going to be fine. The timeline's going to be over here soon. We've been thinking that this timeline's going to be over soon. We've been thinking that XRP is going to be doing something for a while. And here we are, right? And we're still in it. And they're saying that they're going to have to raise rates further, bring more pain, rein back in inflation. And yeah, I mean, you know, Trump talks about a big recession very soon. He warned about this, right? That, that, that if they won, it was going to all collapse. And he left them with nothing. I mean, he left them with this. And now you're seeing this political DC dance continuing into the cryptocurrency space where the line in the sand has been drawn very clear. Either you're pro innovation in America or you're not. And that's not political. So like I said, you know, it seems as if there are some people in positions of power that just don't like letting us have an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? Because it's very clear. Now, you guys see this. JP Morgan expects U.S. debt ceiling to become an issue as early as May. We are on the brink of a default here, folks, and it's getting into, as Jeffrey Snyder says, we're deep into holy Shiite territory, but inflation, right, Jay? Well, that's the problem is they have to fight both fronts, but this is the U.S. month, uh, one month T-bill, U.S. one month T-bill dropping. Now, what does that mean, folks? I'm going to break it down here with this article right here that I found from Barron's. Fears of a government default by mid-June spur buying frenzy of one-month treasuries. The rate on one-month T-bills fell nearly a half percentage point Thursday on concerns about an earlier-than-expected potential government default. Federal tax receipts due on April 18th have come in weaker than expected. You guys aren't paying your taxes. And we know you guys aren't paying your taxes on your crypto. Right? 
So federal tax receipts due April 18th have come in weaker than expected, which could result in the government running out of money before the middle of June unless Congress raises the debt ceiling. That has prompted strong demand for one-month T-bills, which mature before the potential default. So the T-bill due on May 23rd fell 0.4 percentage points Thursday to 3.26 per Bloomberg data. The T-bill maturing on June 20th declined in yield by just 0.05 points Thursday and yield 4.78%. The gap, this is a problem that we, we're not supposed to be seeing. The gap between the one and the two month maturities is unusually wide. They are normally close to get together to each other. While a government default on debt is considered a low risk event, investors don't appear to be taking chances and are paying up for government short term debt maturing before June. Now, many analysts, many people say that the bond market is the one that predicts the, the movement of the Fed and the expectations are priced in. In his daily newsletter Thursday, AGF political analyst Greg Valier wrote, quote, a U.S. debt default crisis has suddenly gone from a distant threat to an imminent crisis. Thanks to disappointing tax receipt data released by the Treasury Department this week, revenues have grown by much less than anticipated. So like I covered last night, they didn't collect much. You guys aren't paying your taxes. And... Um, they're going to run out of money even if they raise the debt limit, $1.5 trillion, like the Republicans just proposed in the House. They just proposed a debt limit raised by $1.5 trillion, and obviously they probably have an agenda on what they're trying to get in that deal, right? The D.C. dance. But even if they do so, we're still going to go broke. We're still going to run out of cash. And they're just going to have to raise that debt ceiling once again. They're going to have to turn on the money printers once again. And inflation will not go away. AGF wrote that $108 billion in receipts were received earlier this week, far lower than expectations. One possible reason is the weak stock market last year, which may have cut into capital gains taxes. So folks, this is the problem. As the situation gets worse, people are making money on their capital gains from the stock market, not from real estate. They're shutting down their businesses. So it's going to be less and less taxes funding the, the government. See, it's a very simple business that the government's running, Right. And if they don't collect it from us, then they got to print it. So that's how that works. And you guys are seeing the massive facilities that just got set up, potentially $2 trillion in backstop funding for all of the banks. And then the FDIC, along with Janet Yellen, saying that they're basically going to backstop everyone. Well, the problem is, right, if they want to fight inflation, they have to keep the rates where they're at right now. And like I said, this is bringing an unprecedented amount of pain uh, to the real estate market that we're just beginning to see. Now, it's funny. I mentioned I just listened to the fourth episode, the fourth emergency broadcast with Andy Sheckman and Robert Kiyosaki. And the amount of times that these guys said ripple effects, I lost count. They kept on mentioning the ripple effects. And I'm just thinking of the conversation that I had in Vancouver here with Andy talking about ripple. I'm just laughing. I'm like, brother, we talked about this and... Uh, can somebody please tell Robert about XRP? Because he keeps on tweeting about Bitcoin. I saw before I fired up this live that he put out another tweet about Bitcoin. And I got to meet Robert Kiyosaki in Vancouver as well. Uh, but I was talking with, with Andy about the Ripple case XRP and everything that was going on there. But they keep on mentioning the Ripple effects. And like I'm saying here, with real estate, we're just now. We're just now beginning to feel it, right? And so they're trying to squeeze as much as they can out of the spring, summer, uh, selling season that is always the peak of the market that's happening right now and in many markets you're seeing sales are down tremendously the pain is unquestionable compared to march 2021 existing home sales were down 26.5 percent housing bubble is popping is it because most people don't want to lose their three percent mortgage and start paying seven percent or what are the reasons and so yeah i mean the average uh, they say down to uh, 6.43, 6.5, anywhere from, you know, basically six to 7%, depending on your credit score is where you're going to end up on your mortgage right now. And so, so many people are locked in with basically gold. It's like the golden handcuffs with your job that you hate, that you want to get rid of, but they're paying you so damn good. You got the golden handcuffs, same thing happening with the real estate. And 
existing home sales down 26.5% compared to last year. Remember, last year was the peak, uh, or, or March 2021. Compared to March 2021, existing home sales were down 26.5%. Last year was the peak, though, in 2022. Okay? So... The market's rolling over. I actually just came across some massive losses. Properties in San Francisco that were owned by WeWork. Their office building is is down 67%, almost 70%. So, you know, it, it, it's all based off of your perception. Some people in the Midwest are saying, what, what real estate crash are you talking about? Our real estate's still up 5% this year. You're in a different market, and it's all based off your local region. But you're seeing the high-flying speculative markets have already taken massive hits. And there's a lot more pain to come, real estate, a lagging asset class. And so right now what we're, we're working on is building out the infrastructure and the team, the partnerships and the relationships so that we can invest into the real estate asset class properly, build a real business that's going to be sustainable. You know, uh, we understand this isn't the participation trophy economy anymore and that's going to impact real estate and if they just leave the rates where they're at the whole market's shifted and we still have a long ways to correct some expectations are 20 percent, 30 percent. but like i said it's all about your perspective because some people with real estate in the high flying markets they're already down 40 50 60 percent An incredible opportunity for those of us that are tapped in, though. So we're gonna, just going to continue to watch that one. And like I said, we're continuing to build our teams ready to swoop deals as they come. Let's transition in the cryptocurrency update. Thank you for tuning in with me tonight, guys. I appreciate everyone. Now, into the cryptocurrency update. Here we go. Anthony Welfare, CBDC advisor for Ripple. Excited to be speaking at Blockchain Nova in Lisbon discussing... The end of cash. So this is going to be the conversation that they're having in Lisbon Blockchain Conference 3.0. And we have the CBDC advisor at Ripple is going to be at that speech right there in the stunning venue, which is basically on the beach. Okay. So once again, in the meetings, in the conversation, Anthony Welfare moving to it. Are they going to get rid of cash? That's going to be an interesting one to listen into. We'll have to get his perspective. But we see across the pond, the EU Parliament approves crypto licensing funds transfer rules. The vote clears the way for the landmark Mika regulation to take effect in 2024. We have it, folks. They passed it. Mika passed by the European Union. The European Parliament also voted 50, uh, 529 to 29 in favor of a separate law known as the transfer of funds regulation. Okay, so we got both, and uh, while we while we sputter along here in the United States with confusion, speculation on the next lawsuit that's going to drop, right? Digital asset investor says this. I'm still confused. We know the CFTC is also involved with Operation Choke Point 2.0, and Gary Gensler says he's working closely with the CFTC. Is the CFTC trying to crack down on crypto or help it? And DAI tags Caroline Pham, who is the CFTC commissioner right now. And this is after, interesting enough, uh, Tom McCarthy shared this tweet. You know, he's sitting down here having a discussion with Caroline. Last week, I had the privilege of working with the Stellar Organization. You don't say. Stellar popping up more and more, sitting down at the table, having the meetings that matter. Last week, I had the privilege of working with the Stellar Organization to co-host a Digital Chamber and SDF Stellar Development Foundation Blockchain for Social Good panel with CFTC Commissioner Caroline Pham and uh, Stellar Development Foundation CEO Danelle Dixon, World Economic Forum Head of Blockchain uh, Brian Lynn Lear, and Terna Executive in Residence Carol House. And so right there, once again, folks what's taking place right it looks like the cftc is moving and uh we still need more it's still not acceptable right but at least they're not filing lawsuits against all these crypto projects right we're seeing the cftc move in a more responsible way and that's good but we need to see more we need to see them call out the sec their counterparties at the sec i understand that they're supposed to be buddy buddies right but let's get real let's get serious let's get down to business and at least we have stellar development foundation leading the way as we've talked about right uh stellar showing up more and more we would love to see it 
crypto regulations in the United States moving and the states are passing bills. They're going to move and force the hand of the federal government. That's what I'm excited for here, folks. Justin, Texas passes bill requiring crypto exchanges to provide proof of reserves. Now we have this one. CBDCs will soon be banned in Florida. I testified yesterday in the Florida's House Judicial Committee on how harmful CBDCs will be to Floridians. And this is Samuel Arms, and he's from the Florida Blockchain Business Association. Okay? Today, I'll be testifying in what is hopefully the last Senate committee. Florida is going to continue to make waves in the Bitcoin and blockchain space, and I am excited for other states to follow. We can keep America free by keeping our communities, cities, and states free. If you are pro-CBDC, you are anti-Bitcoin. We are going to win. Now, I you know, kind of laugh at the Bitcoin maxi positioning, right? It's kind of a, a joke. It's kind of a irrelevant old tech that's not efficient. I think it's a waste of time, and I think that proof of work is is a is a waste of energy. Uh, but what we see here is an interesting point, right? Fighting for CBDCs to be banned in Florida. Okay, I understand the concern. And then we see this comment by J- uh, Chad Steingraber. Steingraber. That's a very interesting name, Chad. The separation of the U.S. after the fall of the dollar as the global reserve currency will come in the form of states that are slave to CBDCs and the states that are embraced, that have embraced the freedom of truly decentralized cryptocurrencies. And I'll add this, the states that have legalized gold and silver as legal tender. See, this is how I see this breaking down as I've been talking about. You're seeing other countries, the BRICS nations, plus, 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 move in unilaterally against the United States dollar. Now we see states making their moves as well. In the federal government, the Federal Reserve, lagging behind the ball. SEC Chair Gensler moving with his firm, his three-letter agency, Mafia, to Operation Choke Point, squeeze out the whole space. And to make sure that the incumbents, J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, where Gary Gensler comes from, get taken care of. That's what him and Elizabeth Warren are here to do. It's very clear. It's not up for debate. It's not political. It's not left, right, up, down. It's, it's a loss for America. And we don't stand for it. And it's actually corrupt as well. As Byron Donalds pressed Gary Gensler, uh-oh, we're not supposed to talk about this, are we, Gary? You were the CFO of the criminal campaign. I don't need to say the name. You already know who I'm referring to. Not supposed to talk about that, are we, Gary? And so it's it's criminal corruption at the highest levels. And once again, you see here, states like Florida moving. Uh, What was the last state? Was it Arkansas or Alabama? One of these other ones. One of these good states that passed legislation to make gold and silver legal tender. And so this is it. The separation of the U.S. after the fall of the dollar as the global reserve currency will come in the form of states that are slaves to CBDCs and the states that embrace the freedom of truly decentralized cryptocurrencies and precious metals. Sound money. See, this goes back to what makes sound money. And, uh, you know, talk about strategic relocation. You bet. You bet I'm thinking of moving and relocating my family just based off of what is being passed in my state upside down reality completely lost completely lost in the sauce i don't even think they're dazed and confused i think they're just that stupid or they just hate that america had an opportunity and they want to destroy and crush it i don't get it but it is undeniable folks the success and you're finally starting to see it reach out into kind of bigger platforms mainstream media having to cover the xrp ripple case we saw this one yesterday this is david morgan the silver guru love it just like us we love our silver we love our xrp and he had a conversation on stansberry research this is david morgan folks let's take a quick listen he's talking about xrp and ripple let's listen in is definitely here to stay. The UK uses Ripple uh, for transactions, not in all of them, but many of them. And, you know, I don't like to get, uh, I don't mind controversy, really. Um, I think Ripple is definitely here to stay. And uh, on the UK um, transaction, that's using Ripple, not XRP, just for clarification. But uh, yeah, I think I actually made the statement and I made it somewhat off the cuff but there's thought behind it i try to be you know thoughtful in everything i say but i said if the banks got in a hurry 
and they didn't have their project completed, which it looks like they've accelerated or they're there or close to it, they could use Ripple that's already, you know, in place, very fast, very efficient, and very accounting, you know, accurate accounting uh, to use that system as required to get this thing started if they you know, needed it immediately. How about that, folks? How about that? It's finally starting to hit, right? And, um, you know, you're seeing guys like this that get it. Silver Guru talking about XRP. Sounds like we need to have a conversation with David Morgan. Sounds like someone who gets it. Now, let's continue on here, folks. Anders, out of 62 current job openings at Ripple, 44 are offered outside the United States, especially in London, Singapore, and Toronto. So you're seeing the development, the investment, and the opportunity outside of the United States. This is what's happening. Now, I'm sure a lot of the jobs that they already have are already in the United States. So at now, we know they're trying to expand out, right? But we know ODL, we see the job openings here, the focus, London, Singapore, and Toronto. Now, that's important. That's very important. Because like he said, like David Morgan just said, if the banks didn't have a project completed, they could use Ripple. It's fast, efficient, and provides accurate accounting. Well, we remember that they've been partnered with Bank of England since 2017. And the UK uses Ripple for many transactions. I think Ripple is here to stay, is a direct quote, right? Now, we're tracking Ripple partners with Rath Economy here. Ripple partner Intermex ODL, so it's an ODL partner that uses XRP, has acquired LAN Holdings, which includes iTransfer Global Payments, allowing Intermex to provide outbound remittance from Spain, Italy, and Germany, more countries, more corridors, fire it up, flip the switch, and will expand its services and presence in Canada. So... You're seeing, folks, all of these Ripple partners continuing to expand. Now we get an update here, another one from Rath Economist. This is an update here. Ripple report the latest quick guide to treasury flows. 70 payout markets today, including new regions like Singapore, Malaysia, Poland, Indonesia, Thailand, Brazil, France, Sweden, and more, up from three in 2020. From Lip Ripple's latest quick guide to treasury flows. So you see, folks, this is what's interesting to me, is that in 2019, that's when I started to go all in XRP, right? 2018 is when I first got into crypto with Bitcoin. I was a Bitcoin maxi. I thought it was the end-all, be-all. I drank a little bit too much of the Bitcoin secret sauce. And then I discovered XRP, its utility. Uh, from the likes of, you know, channels like Digital Perspective, Brad Kimes, and Digital Asset Investor, the OGs, that got me tapped in. And I thought they were about to flip the switch. I thought we were all about to go crazy and get, you know, stupid rich back then. But you got to go back and you realize that they only had three payout markets in 2020. So you can start to see now as we get the quarterly data, as we start to see ODL ramping up, as we start to see all of the Ripple partners expanding and buying out their competition, it's very clear, you know, since 2019, they've only settled $30 billion on RippleNet. So they have just got started, folks. Remain patient and understand here that a lot's getting set up behind the scenes. Like I said, all of their partners are buying up, getting put in place, eating up mergers, acquisitions at a level that's not been seen here in a long time since the last great financial crisis and you know probably even before that, okay? But we're getting Ripple engineers to finally come in. We're getting David Schwartz to come in. And we love to see it. So yesterday we talked about the Tranglo, the Tranglo documents, the Tranglo partnership. And it came out of this. It was an article from Forbes. We talked about it. Well, Neil Hartner, Neil Hartner, senior staff, software engineer at Ripple, working on ODL cross-border payments, curious about stocks and crypto. Now, our good friend Neil here, he says, as an engineer on ODL, my take is that Tranglo ODL is a minor part of Ripple's volume in the single digits. So Tranglo, less than 10% of ODL. Okay. And our markets report show that we buy back about 90% of XRP sold, all for ODL use. I don't think Ripple was involved in this filing at all. Wouldn't take these facts, quote, 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 no, 
quote-unquote facts at face value. So remember, what came out of this disclosure was an S-4 filing from a Cayman Island SPAC offer that was buying out Seamless, which owns 60% of Tranglo. Ripple owns 40% of Tranglo, and so that's where the connection comes in. And there was a couple documents released in that and in a lot that was talking about it. But what we love about Ripple is that they have industry-leading transparency. We get the leading developer on ODL right now, Neil, comes in and just comes out and says, you know, that Tranglo ODL is a minor part of Ripple's volume in the single digits. And our markets report shows that they're buying back about 90% of the XRP that they're selling. Because the Forbes article, and this is what some of the other fudsters in the space and the haters and the trolls have been saying too, and, and what the Forbes article was about is that they were using ODL, the whole story and narrative around ODL, to dump their XRP. That no one actually wants XRP for on-demand liquidity cross-border payments, which saves clients 80%. Nobody's interested in that, right? They're using partners like Tranglo that they acquired 40% of so that they can just dump XRP. Well, as Neil Hartner chimes in here, that's just a small sliver of the total Ripple volume of what they're moving, right? And if you actually go look at how much ripples actually buying back right right that is a real buyback that is occurring everybody gets triggered by the word buyback now but there actually is a buyback underway and it's ripple buying it back from their on-demand liquidity partners right and and so i just bring this back to ripple being a righteous custodian and a righteous distributor of xrp yes they're funding their business and their operations by selling xrp yes but who are they selling XRP to? To people that are going to use XRP for cross-border payments, treasury flows, and other utilities that build out more value on the ledger. That's what we want. We don't want it to just be Ripple. And so tonight I put out a tweet, and I'll share it here, guys. If you haven't already, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter because it doesn't have to be just Ripple. And so I put out this one. Hashtag XRP community, trying to show love to legit projects on the XRP ledger. Please tag and share with the builders of utility out there. I don't do sponsorships, but I love talking about the XRP ledger. Hit me up. So over there on Twitter, tag your favorite projects. Get me in touch with them. Let me know uh, who's building NFTs. There's some metaverse projects, but I'm interested in real utility. And I don't do sponsorships. I don't take checks from these projects that want me to promote their project. I'm not interested in that. But if you're building out real utility, let's have a conversation. And you guys are watching it closely. And I got something to show you here, folks, talking about it not just being Ripple that has to build on the XRP ledger, right? We're starting to see more and more of it. And this is fantastic. Another one from Wrath Economist. If you guys don't already, make sure you guys follow Wrath, of, Wrath Economist, one of the OG researchers in the space. Rentero is attempting to tokenize vacation rentals on blockchain using the XRP ledger. They have a white paper available now that is clearer than most. And that's what we like to see. Clear white paper, clear utility, clear problem to solve. And so they're going to tokenize vacation rentals on the blockchain using the XRP ledger. And you guys know a lot of real estate coming to the XRP ledger, NFTs coming to the XRP ledger. And we see this one, a new record, folks. The number one X-Punk just got sold for 75,300 XRP. That's the equivalent of $37,000 US. Another milestone for the NFTs on XRP. Now, I wanted to make a point about this. I'm not here to ask the why someone wants to pay $37,000 US for that pixelated picture. Why they want to give up 75,000 XRP. I'm not here to ask the why or care about the why. How did it get done? Why does this matter? Someone is using and building, I mean, this is value out of nowhere, but it's value nonetheless that's moving on the XRP ledger. And this is what we want to see. It does, Even pixelated pictures of X-Punks getting traded for $37,000 US, 75,000 XRP. I wouldn't do it. I'm not here to give you financial advice, but that's not what I'm going to be doing with my money. But someone did it. And where did they do it? on the XRP ledger, and that's what matters. And all of it is burning XRP, all of it is taking XRP out of circulating supply, 
and, and its value getting transferred on the ledger in the native currency XRP, right? And you're starting to see more and more of it's coming. We're going to get the NFTs. We're so close to getting the smart contracts. It's all coming. But as we titled last night's show, manipulated uh, the, the suppressed assets, we're seeing unprecedented demand for the suppressed assets. We are seeing heists that we haven't seen ever take place in regards to the suppressed assets. This is how big the demand for suppressed assets is. Check out this next article. $100 million worth of gold stolen from Canada's largest airport. How about that one, folks? Do you got the gold? Do you got some silver? Do you got some XRP? The demand is at all-time high. We're seeing heists worth $100 million worth of gold taking place. We're seeing pixelated pictures on the XRP ledger sell for 75,000 XRP equivalent of almost 40 grand US, right? We are seeing unprecedented demand for the suppressed assets. And it's so clear to me, what is the solution? Gold, silver, and XRP is the deal. And you guys are seeing it. It's undeniable. The data, the confirmation, the utility being built out. And this leads me into a special announcement that I have for everyone tonight. TikTok, thank you for listening in tonight. YouTube, if you guys haven't already, make sure you smash that thumbs up. Make sure you hit the notification bell. And the special announcement that I have to make here, folks, is that I have been asked to come up on stage and to moderate a panel for the XRP Vegas conference taking place May 6th in Vegas. Really looking forward to this session. I'm going to be having a meetup with my Discord group as well. Really looking forward to that. But I've been asked by Brad Kimes, who is hosting the conference, to come up on stage and to moderate a panel. More details to follow. But guys, I cannot wait. It's going to be so much fun. And what a what an amazing opportunity and an honor by one of the OGs in the space that started my XRP awakening back in the day. But I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, folks, there's so much momentum here in the XRP community. We got to focus on keeping our eyes on the prize, our eyes on the utility. If you see utility on the XRP ledger, get them in contact with me because I'm not interested. You don't need to cut me a check for me to do a little promo. I want to see the XRP ledger grow. I want to see this thing get built out. And so no checks required. Let's come have a conversation, right? And that's what we're here to do. And that's, that's what our community continues to do building real businesses, buying up and loading up on the spreads that you guys are part of why Andy Sheckman, my good friend at Miles Franklin has seen more demand than he's seen in three years, just in the first few months of this year, right? The demand is unprecedented and the vaults are getting drained and they're having to take the premiums are going up. So where this silver, you know, 25 bucks an ounce is what it's showing on the market. You're paying, you know, and I paid 27 bucks, I think, after the premium at my local dealer for my silver. Now you're seeing the premiums go up to 30 and even $40. So I'm not trying to, trying to spread FOMO, FUD, nonsense, hype, clickbait that's baseless. You guys know, yesterday, we, we, we did the unprecedented demand for suppressed assets. We finished off the session talking about the silver report that was just put out where we confirmed 237 million ounce deficit. That's not, it's, it's not uh, up for debate. There's a 237 million ounce deficit. Now, when I say that there's going to be a supply shock in regards to XRP, and I think that many people are confused about how much XRP is truly circulating, people still deny that. That's still kind of up for debate. And there's a lot of people that want to continue to FUD out XRP and everything that we're doing over here. That's fine right? But I think that we're in for a supply shock. And I think that we're about to see utility flourish on this ledger. We have throughput, we have scalability, we can handle all the payments in the world that we need to, we can handle, quote, unquote, all the money, we're not going to get all the money. And we don't really need to handle all the money, but we can. And that's important. So now we update for NFTs. Now we update for automated market makers, liquidity pools, passive income for just holding XRP. All, all part of building our generational wealth strategy, right? Buy, hold, and leverage. We're going to buy, hold, and leverage our suppressed assets. Really don't have a plan to sell this back into US dollar. Don't really have a plan to trade this in for CBDC. You know what I'm saying? 
And so for us, the strategy has been simple, but we could just continuing to press down. Guys, I appreciate this community so much, and I'm so excited for the opportunity to take the stage, moderate the panel there in XRP Vegas on behalf of the XRP community and everyone. I'm really looking forward to the conversation. I have more details to follow. Okay, once we get all the details lined up, I will share them with you. And like I said, for my community, we've been we've been together. Uh, our family's been together for two years now. Okay, so if you guys want to get in touch and the meetup is going to be taking place in Vegas, really looking forward to connecting with my family, my community over there, because we've been talking about everything from the very beginning. Two years ago, we started it up and we started up the Discord group because we needed a safe place to talk about all these issues that the censorship police take me down for. Right. Back in the day, I used to get in trouble all the time. Now I've a much more politically correct, polished version. (laughs) And, um, you know, we're doing our TikTok dance and uh, we're just trying to provide as much truth through these platforms. And we're, we're doing the dance because the platforms are effective. That's the only reason why I put up with that. That's the, you know, I would leave it all and move to a different platform, but these platforms are so effective. They're so powerful. So that's why we just continue to press on folks. So uh, if you want to get in touch, if you want to get the medals, if you want to do a deal, ZachRector.com, folks, we're getting it done. It's all over there at my website. I appreciate everyone for tuning in tonight. 45 minutes on tonight's episode. I'm going to wrap this session up by saying shout out to the super chat from TK. 20 spot. Zach, would you transfer your digital assets from cold storage into a trust? Love you, brother. There is a lot of... I'm so glad that you asked that question, TK. Thank you for the support and the love. I'm so glad that you asked that question because we're going to be talking about trust and we're going to be talking about the estate planning because so many people have questions about that, a lot of confusion about that. And it's one of those things where I just advise everyone, you got to have a professional relationship with your accountants, with your lawyers, lawyers that specialize in estate planning. Okay. And so we got to get in touch. We got to build the relationships, just like I was talking about earlier with the real estate brokers. Uh, insurance brokers, uh, property managers, contractors, landscapers, you name it. I already have a property service business, so obviously I have a lot of that capability already. Okay, As I move into the real estate market, I move in with a decade of studying my local market every every day looking at the market. Um, and, I, and I move in with some abilities and capabilities, right? But then we're going to build off of that and leverage our relationships as well relationships with dozens and dozens of brokers in my area. Uh, The property managers are the worst. (laughs) Don't get me started on the property managers. Now, what I've been doing, though, is having the conversations with the lawyers. So for me, I got to have multiple conversations. And this is what cracks me up with all the buyback haters. Oh, how's the red folder going? How's the buyback doing? The conversations with our lawyers are continuing. This is what real business people do. This is what real investors do. This is when you're when you're planning on building generational wealth. This is what real players do, right? We talk with the lawyers, but I'm talking to them in regards to patents, trademarks, intellectual property. I'm talking about how to protect all of my assets, the different trusts that we have to do. And so for me, I have to have a couple different relationships, a couple for business, a couple for estate planning, right? But we're in the process of honing those in. And I'm actually going to drop a session here probably in the next week. I really want to get this out because I know a lot of people are talking about it on the different types of trust, estate planning, and what questions to ask our professionals, because that's what it is. I'm not a financial advisor, right? But we're going to give you the template, the toolkit, the, the questions that you can go and approach. Just like when we go to approach our financial advisor, same thing here when we go to approach our estate planner. We got to ask the right questions, right, so that we can get taken in the right direction. But um, great question. Um, we definitely, definitely want to get our assets moved into entities that are going to be tax favored, that are going to provide asset protection, that are going to provide security, um, being anonymous. There's many things to consider. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're, we're in the midst of building that out right now. Much more to follow on that. What's up, guys? I was worried that we were actually going to run super long on this session because I had a lot to cover, but I was surprised that we made it 45 minutes on the update. Let me do a little bit of Q&A here, folks. I got a little bit of time. Appreciate the super chats. Appreciate the love. Appreciate those who smash the thumbs up. Appreciate those that smash the thumbs down. If you're a hater, if you're a troll, if you can't stand me, that's fine. Show us, show us something. 
Give us some sort of reaction. Appreciate you guys. What are we working with? Let's do rapid fire Q&A. Why doesn't XRP price go up as needed for European transactions? The amount of volume that's moving is not that much yet. The amount of volume has not, you know, the, the, the flip of the switch has occurred in some ODL markets. I think we have now 40 ODL markets, which is fantastic growth, right? Uh, 70 payout markets total for all of Ripple's products, but obviously that's not all XRP. I believe ODL's back at like 40, correct me if I'm wrong, but the volume on RippleNet as a whole has only been about 30 billion since 2019. That's not much volume in the overall payments landscape. So, and then when you consider the XRP can settle extremely fast and there's already a decent supply available for those that want to use XRP for liquidity, that's why price hasn't gone anywhere. On top of the fact that I believe the XRP has been heavily suppressed as well. By, by market manipulators, by the SEC lawsuit, by exchanges delisting it. But I don't sit here and pout about it. I just buy. Every time I have extra money, 99% of my time, guys, is on making it, bringing it into the household. Bring it into the household, bring it into your business. And then with, what's little, with what little is left, it's very simple. Uh, digital assets that have utility, silver, and then I have cash for real estate right now. It's very simple. Put it into that bucket, that bucket, that bucket. Wifey wants to go out for dinner. Okay, we'll take wifey out to dinner. Dollar menu for wifey. We're in a bear market still. I'm sorry. All jokes aside. When Vegas, do you need tickets to Vegas? Uh, Vegas is sold out. XRP Vegas, the conference is sold out. But if you are in the area... um, well, it's, um, yeah. We'll see you guys in Vegas. <laughs> you can, uh, yeah, great point, Nicole. Thank you for sharing that. You can buy the online uh, webcast. Uh, basically, you can pay, I think it's, what, 250 bucks that you can buy a virtual ticket. So you can watch it. I think it's like 247 bucks, if I'm not mistaken, to watch the virtual event. And before the haters come out and say, oh my gosh, why is it so expensive? I just talked with Brad Kimes again today. Folks, the guy's throwing down. This is a class. They're rolling out the red carpet for John Deaton and all of the biggest, like, real players in the XRP community. Not just little influencers, little, little guys like me. Real guys like John Deaton, the XRP developers, and others. I, I, I've done my little part over here, but we got guys like John Dean that Brad Kimes is rolling out the red carpet for, and it's it's going to be a very well put together event. And so, um, yeah, the virtual event is available if you guys want to take advantage of that. If you can't make it, yeah. And then, uh, obviously, for our Discord community, we got the meetup too. Free free meetup. We're just going to turn up, have have some fun, you know, catch a vibe. We'll be doing a little something. Not committing any sins in Sin City, though. What else we got, guys? I know you. I, I know everyone's sleeping tonight. Yeah, I'm gonna tell Twitter for those of you guys that are too dazed and cute, confused tonight. You can listen to the show tomorrow. I know coming on late. It was like eight eight o'clock uh, on the West Coast. I knew that. Oh boy, most people are too gone. We warned about it. Well, everyone's getting dazed and confused. Solar eclipse and energy came in. Takes us back down. You guys saw the charts, right? Let's take a look here at the sticks. Here's the chart. And see, I showed this chart to my Discord on Saturday. Showed it to everyone on Monday. Tried to warn this eclipse energy that we've been seeing and how it affects the crypto space is crazy. That's why I titled tonight Solar Eclipse Secret Sauce. Uh, this is how I grew my trading bag 140% over the last year. Just by, you know, 
Throwing a little bit of the secret sauce into the charts here. You know, 28,300 for Bitcoin. You know, they pumped it up to 31. 31, how perfect. Roll it back over. And I don't even think that we're done yet, actually. Because we have that lunar eclipse coming. It's back to back. See, and the same thing happened last year. This is how come last year I was able to predict that we were going to get a market move on, um, what was it, November 8th. Okay. And then the year before in 2021, this is how I was able to predict they were going to enter the bear market after the new moon of December 4th. So we've been tapped in for two years. Huge shout out to Waters Above Crypto. He's the OG that dropped the secret sauce on the charts. And I refer to him for all that. Right. And so um, he's, he's kept us plugged in for two years. And I, I owe that man. I wish I wish uh, Waters Above was coming to Vegas. I got to connect. I owe, I owe him a drink. I owe him a something. Because that man got us tapped in. When will Judge Torres decide the case? I know it's wearing on a lot of people. I wish I had an answer, folks. We're supposed to be here soon. We're supposed to be here soon. Very soon. She might... See, this is the thing, though. She might not decide the... Excuse me. She might not decide the case. You know what's funny? Well, I can't talk about it. Just, there's some things I can't talk about. Um, but yeah, folks, if you guys are looking to get tapped in on Saturdays, every Saturday we have our morning call with the Discord group weekly session. And um, right now we're running the special. If you sign up for a year membership, you're going to get that free one-on-one 30-minute session with myself. So take advantage of that deal. We're going to be closing that off here shortly. Okay. Uh, we'd love to see you get tapped in. We'd love to see you get some precious metals if that you're making the allocation here. Get the process started. They're running out of the supply. We already had confirmed the deficit from last year. The premiums are going up and our time is running out to acquire the suppressed assets. I know I've been saying it for two years, but it's true. And even if you can still get the suppressed assets, you're buying them at a higher price. We ain't buying XRP at 30 cents anymore. Even after today, what, we're down to 47 cents? Right? So even if you can still get the suppressed assets, you're paying a premium. You know? Now, you're, now your ounce of silver is going to cost you 35, 40 bucks. So, you know, we just continue to stack it. I bought Algorand. That's the most recent crypto that I bought. SEC wants to sue. Claim algos of security drops five percent. Algos back down today. Don't care. See, I knew we were going into this moment. I knew that the market could come back down. I showed you know, showed you guys the charts. I I, I knew this was a potential, but for me, I keep it simple and I just DCA when I can get it. The dips here, I'll get it. You know, Algorand's at twenty two cents. We just make a little allocation. Nothing crazy. Buy the dip. Thank you very much, Gary. I hope that you get completely exposed, you and your criminal mafia three-letter agency. Yep. Hey, Kyle, if you got further questions on getting in touch, you can just hit us at the website. Okay, guys, head on over to ZachRector.com, TikTok, the link's in the bio. Appreciate everyone for tuning in here tonight. Let me take a few more questions. What crypto to buy today? Recommendations. Got some extra money. I can't give you any recommendations. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can just tell you what I do. I just told you what I did. I just bought Algo. I've bought a lot of XRP. <laughs> I, I bought silver. I got cash on the sidelines for real estate. But I can't recommend anything. Okay. Tether claps. TK. 
we've been waiting for it. Stablecoin legislation uh, getting started up. Now they've kind of had to, basically they tore up what they were working on, I guess. And now they have new legislation that they're considering there in Congress in DC. But yeah, stablecoins are coming and we're going to see what Tether has or doesn't have. So that's been a big domino that we've been waiting to fall. XLM or XDC, I do both. I like both. Both turn me on. Both solving and targeting trillion-dollar problems. That's what turns me on, trillion-dollar problems. Okay. Did you hear that silver may flip gold as far as market cap? As far as gains, I do expect silver to outperform gold. I do expect that. So, yeah, guys, head to my website. We can get your precious metals. Roll over the 401k retirement account or just send them directly to your place. Let us know what you want to do. Get tapped in, and I will see you guys in the next 1K. We'll be back on tomorrow. We got a lot on the way for you guys, okay? Stay tapped in out there. And um, like I said, special announcement, XRP Vegas. If you're going to be there, it's going to be fun. Let's connect, okay? All right. I love all you guys. Hope you had a fun solar eclipse. Enjoyed the dip. And uh, tomorrow, we're going to run it up again. So stay tapped in, hit that notification bell. And on the way out, please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up, okay? Appreciate it, all you guys. We'll see you in the next one. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.